open run with BTG. BTG back in the building, back in the gym. The gym's still open over here, and they're quarantining. <laughs> like, none of that is stopping this over here. I got to say this, though. I have a problem. No, literally, I know something is wrong with me. I'm adjusting my mic. Y'all hear it. Something is wrong with me. I get it. But I definitely have a problem with this greatest players of the 2000s. I definitely have an issue with that. I I know for a fact that the media puts out, they will put out lists from time to time. And I would say most of the time, not all the time, because when they go by the numbers, you can still argue the numbers. It's not all about the numbers all the time. In some cases, it's not even all about the rings. You know, it's more about the eye test. There's plenty of players who hasn't won a ring. There's plenty of players that didn't get to a certain level that's better than your favorite player or has done just more appealing than certain Hall of Famers, you could say. You know what I mean? Like, you could look at some of the Hall of Famers that don't have any rings, yet and still, they played to a high level to get to the Hall of Fame. So they had to be dope. They just ran into um, the Shaq and Kobe's. They ran into the Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippins. You know what I mean? They they ran into that Miami team. They ran into that Golden State team. You see what I'm saying? So you when you talk about the Charles Barkleys, the Patrick Ewings, the Reggie Millers, like there's a lot of players out here, Hall of Fame worthy, that that need their respect. At the same time, when it comes to this list, numbers included, and eye tests, I have to disagree with the list that was put out this week, earlier this week, of the greatest players of 2000. Okay, so at the top of that list, we got Kobe. Number two, we got Duncan. Number three, we got Shaq. Number four, KG. Number five, Wade. Number six, LeBron. Number seven, Nash. Number eight, Iverson. Number nine, Dirk. Ten is Jason Kidd. This is what I have. This is why I have a problem with that list. There's some other players that I can argue. Just a few. I'm not going to go there, but there's a few players that I can argue within that top eight, between eight and nine, between eight and ten. There's a couple of players that I could put in there. I'm not. I'm just going to go with the names that was listed. So this is where the problem starts. Kobe being number one, I'm fine with that. Shaq could be number one, either or. But I get it. You can't argue from 2000 to 2020, Kobe was a much better player because he lasted a, a bit longer at a higher level, right? Again, Shaq is probably the most dominant. I've never seen Will Chamberlain play. I've never seen Bill Russell play. And I've also never seen Kareem Abdul-Jabbar play. And those are the three best centers known to mankind. Although, personally, I know I have Olajuwon up there, right? But I've seen Shaq, and he's one of the most powerful, physically gifted big men that I've ever seen. Out of... All the big men I've seen play. And again, the greats that I just named, I wasn't, I wasn't old enough to view them. You know what I'm saying? All the old heads in the barbershop can put you up on game on Luau Cinder, um, you know, um, Bill Russell, Mr. 11 out of 13. You know what I mean? 
Um, I just, I, I can't, I just know of their accolades. You know what I'm saying? I know their history, their trophy cabinet. I know about that. I seen Kobe play his whole career. I seen Shaq play damn near his whole career as well. Um, so again, like, honestly, I think this is the argument between Laker fans only <laughs> between that one and two spot. Like it can go between. It can go between Shaq and Kobe. And the reason why I put Shaq over Duncan, Shaq is by far more dominant, way more dominant than Duncan. Now, Duncan is by far the most technical, cool, level-headed power forward we've ever seen. But in some cases, they argue KG being better than him. And I know they're saying that. I know it's, it's a different skill set because KG is the first big man that didn't want to post. Well, I ain't going to say didn't want to post up. He didn't have to post up. Like he was a four playing the three. Or he's a four that could play the three. That could play the five. Versatile. <clears throat> right? Um, again, championships is going to be involved in this. I'm sorry. This is going to, this is going to exclude a lot of people out of this. You know what I'm saying? Just like when we talk about the top fives and top tens of all time, there's going to be a lot of cats that don't have jewelry that won't get mentioned. But when you start breaking down the individual categories, the Charles Barkley's is going to be there, you know, even though he doesn't have any jewelry, it's going to be there. Um, so that's why I bumped, I bumped Duncan down. Not only did I bump Duncan down, everything under Kobe was changed. So again, I'm going to go through the original list and then I'm going to go through my list and I'm going to tell you why I changed it. Kobe, Duncan, Shaq, KG, Wade, Braun, Nash, Iverson, Dirk, and Jason Kidd. I changed it. I kept Kobe at number one. We good with that. Everybody agrees with that. Shout out to 8 slash 24. I got Shaq at number two because he was the most dominant big out of anybody in that era, right? Then at number three, I got Braun. Why did they have Braun at number six? I do not know. I, for one, I count finals even if they I mean I count the finals that you lose as well okay when we start talking about top five of all time it will discredit him in a way because he doesn't have as much as the Kobe's the MJ's uh the Kareem's etc you know what I mean so that's a whole separate argument that doesn't relate to this we're talking about overall achievements within 2000 and 2020. He went to the finals carrying all those teams. We know he had help from one of his compadres that's also on this list and by Chris Bosch, who should be mentioned as one of the great power forwards as well, just not as high. Uh, eight, consecutive, eight consecutive finals? Jesus Christ. Eight consecutive finals. Okay. And then he also had four MVPs in that time frame. Um, I got to put him at number three. I have to. Then we got Dirk. I also got Dirk over Nucket. And this is why I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. When you look at both of those Texas teams, right? Pop can arguably, he can argue for the top coaching, um, top coach of all time he's in that argument with red with phil you know he's up there hell he's up there with with 
me, I consider him, I put all the coaches, including UCLA, the Bob Knights, you know, the Woodens, you know, what I'm saying? the Kyler Perry's is up there. You know what I mean? He's new in the bunch, but you get what I'm saying. Like, Pop is up there. And sometimes I like to rearrange some players. If you put, if you put Duncan on that team with Kobe, I still feel like they will win, right? But if you put Shaq on that San Antonio, <laughs> let's just talk about it, people. No, 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 no. Let's seriously talk about it. You can't deny what Kobe did. So that's just not a discussion. Cancel number one out. We're going to start from two all the way down to 10. I think it gets a little funky between two and probably six. Because I have everybody changed. I got Dirk over Duncan. Now, Dirk only has one chip, right? But he did go to two finals. He doesn't have that coach. He doesn't have pop, right? Now, his supporting cast was solid. It was solid for that team. But if you compare it, let's let's play the, the switcheroo. Let's put Dirk. On that San Antonio team, let's put him on that team with Pop. What are we saying? What are we saying? Let's put Duncan on that Dallas team. Are they winning? I don't think Dallas Mavericks are winning if Duncan is the leader of that Mavericks team. Just like I don't think Brady wins a championship without Belichick, I don't think Duncan wins a championship without Pop. And that's just, a, that's just it has nothing to do with the skill set. It's more so of the leadership. It's more so of the system. Is more so of the role players. Is more so of the front office. CL, we could brag all day about the consecutive playoff appearances. That's not just the players, bro. That's more so of the system. That's more so of the system, right? Okay, I'm just I I want to see if we're on the same page. I'm not shitting on Duncan. I'm just going down the talent list, and I'm do, I'm, I'm going through the battles as well. My my guy Dirk has been to two finals on his own back. On his own back. Now, technically, Wade should be in that spot, but Wade got the bulk of his championships. He got the bulk of his championships with Braun. And with Braun being the main guy. That's why I have Duncan next. After Dirk, and then I have Wade at number six. I do have Wade at number six. And and I think it, it could easily switch, though. Like, I would say the funk really starts between that four and six. Dirk, Duncan, and Wade, there could be some switcheroo right there. It can. It can. But you can make cases for all of them. I'm just saying Wade has, Wade and Duncan, they've been to the most finals. As far as the, between those two, Dirk has only been the two. But Dirk is the is the only one that didn't play next to another MVP, another top five player. He hasn't played for a top five or a top five uh, or, or a top ten coach. So he's doing more with less with more on his back. And he took down that Miami team. He should have took down that other Miami team. But, you know, and that's where the argument for Wade comes in at. You see, well, I know, I see y'all staying with me. I love, and this is why I love y'all. And this is why the gym will continue to stay open because we can have a friendly debate. All right, let's continue this shit. 
I got weight at number six. Number seven. Now, the number seven through number 10 is really going to get funky. This is where the fan flag is started waving. But it's also just common sense, though. So on the on the original list, you got Nash at number seven. And then Iverson at number eight. Nah, I got Iverson at number seven on my list because Iverson has actually been to the finals and he messed up a perfect, a perfect, flawless story. You know, we took that little blemish, that little pimple, you know what I'm saying, that messed up that beautiful face. That was all because Iverson. And Iverson played with some slugs. I'm talking about the Eric Snows. Oh, it was it was absolutely ugly out there. You know what I mean? Stepped over Tyron. He stepped over Lou. He definitely stepped over Lou. I'm still going to put that on his shirt. Shout out to my cousin, JC. He definitely had that on his shirt before anybody in America had it. Um, So that's why I got Iverson at number seven. You want to talk about it, Kat? Forget about Dirk right now. Iverson was literally that guy at the, the small, one of the smallest guys in the NBA Carrying a team on his back. Okay. All right. All right. I, I see y'all. I don't know if y'all are disagreeing with me or agree with me, but I'm probably I'll probably get the feedback soon. I got number at, at at number eight. I got KG. Now I know you saying, well, KG, you know, KG got he got a championship. You know what I'm saying? He BTG he beat your Lakers though. You know what I'm saying? And I get that. I get that. They had that three-headed monster over there. Mm-hmm. Sure, indeed. So why did you have him under Iverson? Well, again, for the same argument that I just gave Iverson, KG had Ray Ray and two Ps. Iverson had Eric Snow. <laughs> Eric Snow. And shout out to Eric Snow, man. It's, it's, you're just not Ray Ray. You're just not two Ps. You know what I'm saying? Matumbo, you're just not... No, we can't go with that. You know what I'm saying? If anything, I get it. If you want to use the ring card, anybody that has a championship can always pull that card. That's a cheat code. That's kind of like draw four, nigga. That's what that is, okay? But no, I'm going with Iverson over KG. Now we get into the bottom two, and this is just these cats, like, they go hand in hand. They they just go hand in hand, like, they will always be mentioned you know, um, Jason Kidd was last on that list. I actually got Jason Kidd at number nine because not only did he win that championship with Dirk, but Cats got to remember he won. He went to two consecutive New Jersey with New Jersey, two consecutive finals finals appearances. So I got to give that to him. I got to give that to him because Nash on the other end, I. When the last time you seen Nash in the finals? So I don't see how. Now, of course, what what helps Nash is the stats and the MVPs, which we already know one of them was pure robbery. We're going to talk about the truth. We could talk about the facts. Facts come along with the truth, and we got some opinions. Okay? No, I don't trust you. I trust my opinion of you. Okay, whoever's saying they don't agree with this. But that's why I got Nash last is because when you look at the rest of this list, when you look at the rest of the list, everybody has been to the finals. Everybody. 
So it's easy to cancel out cats ring by ring, right? You got Kobe up there. You got Duncan up there. You got Shaq. They got the bulk of the rings. You know, then you got Bron and Wade bringing it up. And then, of course, Dirk and Kid got their rings. Iverson don't have a ring. Nash don't have a ring. Iverson literally carried a team by himself. Nash had players. You know what I mean? He had the Stoudemires. He had a team. At one point, he was with the Lakers. <laughs> you know, it, it was the it was the older rec team that was destined to go far. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. So I mean that's I had to I had to I had to make it right. I had to make it right. Now, even if you strip, even if you strip these titles away, you still gotta count the appearances. That's the thing. You know? Uh so Kobe, he he lost two finals. You know? Um who else? Um Duncan. Duncan is going to go down as the best power forward of all time. I personally, I will give that to him, but I personally like Dirk. I just like Dirk. I just do. You know, when you talk about who you like the most, you know, a lot of cats got MJ as number one. I personally don't. And I get it. MJ is going to win by style points, just like Kobe fans. Kobe, they're going to win. They're going to use the style points. But when you... Is a lot of hypocrisy floating around. Because when you talk about games, okay, a lot of 50, 60-point games, it's a lot of niggas that got that. Well, top-tier cats. I'm not talking about just anybody. But, you know, when you want to talk about stats and MVPs and, and stuff like that, there there were cats. I don't, I don't mind paying homage to my elders. This is how history is. And... and I mean, this is history, bro. I can't change it. Shit that happened in the six, and, and we will always, there will always be uh, uh, a downfall to each generation because we already know Bill Russell was playing against Milkman. He's playing against the mailbox guy, the mailman. You know what I'm saying? We get that. There was no competition. That's not his fault. That's not his fault at, at all. You know what I'm saying? Along with, along with Bron, we do criticize Bron. I was one of them. He played, he plays in the weakest era. And that's the truth to the matter. That's the truth. He plays with the most athletic cats, but that doesn't mean talent wise and leadership wise. No, that's different. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows the, the, the nit and gritty was the nineties and the early two thousands and the eighties. Those three eras and however you want to rank them, go ahead. I know the eighties and nineties were a little bit rougher, you know, and then the two thousand had a mixture, you know, they had some dog eat dog. Uh, playoff matchups. Oh man, I used to love. Let me tell you, man, I used to love those Pacer teams, those those uh, Miami Heat teams, those New York teams. I miss New York basketball. It's pathetic. Like for for the Brooklyn Nets to be running shit, that's trash. Like I'm still upset. Like I'm I'm a cat that don't like messing with certain history. For, so for them cats to leave Jersey to go to Brooklyn, that's trash. It's always been trash to me. Haven't said anything before getting over it. Having them cats being a front runner in New York, I can't even believe certain New Yorkers is liking that shit. That is trash to me. Like niggas not backing the Knicks, and I get it because of the owner. But is do you like dislike the owner, 
or you just not liking the whole squad because of the owner? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm I'm not a Heat fan, but I love, I mean, not Heat. I'm not a Knicks fan, but come on, man. Knicks basketball, when it's good, it's good for the league, bro. It's good for the league. Um, but it's just ugly. It's just ugly. I used to love those playoff games, you know, the the Knicks between the Heat or the, the Knicks and the Pacers or something like that. Come on, man. You got to love that type of basketball over there. Meanwhile, in the West, like I said, you know, I, you got to give some credit to Nash, man. You got to give some credit to Nash because he held his own in the West for a very long time. Like, yeah, I mean, look, he got two MVPs. One was robbed. Um, but shit, he, he showed, even if, even if they, they did the right thing and give Kobe that MVP, for him to make a case for the trophy shows you how talented Steve Nash was. One of the best point guards I've ever seen play. You know what I mean? It's just that on this particular list, he got to get bumped down all the way to number 10. And that's not a bad thing because when you look at those other players, those other players were either, I ain't going to say either, these were leader of the, now he was the leader of those of that Phoenix team. Once he got to LA, he was just, just a big name, old body in a big market. But, you know, when he was in Dallas playing with Dirk, like, that was special. But that Phoenix team that he that he was running, yeah, that was mostly all him. But he didn't do the damage that that Iverson did when Iverson was in Philly. He just didn't. You know what I mean? Because, again, I will say this again. You switch players. I would love to see Nas run that Philly team. And then uh, vice versa. I would love to see Iverson in that Phoenix jersey you know what I'm saying? Playing with a top power forward at the time and, and a solid small forward. I would love to see that. So sometimes you got to play the switcher rule. Sometimes you just have to. You know what I mean? And again, I'm all, that pop card can go against or for any Spurs player. It can. Uh, so again, it went from Kobe, Duncan, Shaq, KG, Wade, Bron, Nash, Iverson, Dirk, Kid, to Kobe, Shaq, Bron, Dirk, Duncan, Wade, Iverson, KG, Kid, and Nash. And that's my greatest players of the 2000s. And what I wanted to get back to was there are certain players that I wanted to put in, honorable mentions. I think I'm going to save that. I think I'm going to save that for when I have a guest and then we could... You know, I give them a chance to rebuttal or change up some shit. And then I'll bring some honorable mentions in. Other than that, I'm closing the gym. About to go to work. I will see y'all later.